Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Big Ticket Variety and iHeart's movie podcast. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. This week, I've got Joel Kinnaman. You already know Joel from The Killing and House of Cards, but now he is the star of Apple TV's NASA drama series, For All Mankind. Joel stopped by the Big Ticket to talk about suiting up as an astronaut, the sequel to Suicide Squad, and what happened when his good friend Rob Pattinson was cast as the new Batman. That's all coming up after the break. Stick around. Hey, y'all, what's up? It's Jess Hilarious, and I'm just making sure y'all know that I got a podcast called Carefully Reckless on the Black Effect Network. I'm going to be telling y'all all my business and telling y'all other people's business, too. It ain't no limits to the things I talk about. Y'all know that if y'all know me. From baby mama drama to healthy relationships, from child support to stimulus checks, Look, when you take a step back and you realize that we all go through crazy stuff and we got stories to tell, those situations do not define you, but they do make for a real good conversation. <laughs> In a world where clickbait and cancel culture can tell your story before you do, I'm creating an outlet to remind people that we still human crazy and we can all laugh about it. Don't stress over it. Bring your problems to me. I promise I won't judge you, but I might crack a joke or two. Don't be scared. It'll be respectful and messy at the same time. Just make sure you tune in. Listen to Carefully Reckless every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now we're back with Joel Kinnaman. How are you? I'm doing great. Mr. Kinnaman. Yeah. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So Apple TV Plus. Yes. So it's so new. So when your agent calls and says they want you to whatever for Apple TV Plus, are you like, what? I'm confused. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, I'd heard like rumors that Apple were, you know, um, gearing up to start their own platform for right. a while. And um, and of course, that was a definite draw. But right. I mean, what really drew me in was the actual project that Ron Moore, Ben and and Matt had created. I thought it was like really original and tell us about For All Mankind for people who don't know out there. Yeah, so they I th- it it originated with um Ron discussing with a friend of you know the idea of maybe doing a sort of mad menish uh show in NASA environment. Mm-hmm. But then they started discussing about, you know, the space race kind of it was pretty much a sad story, you know. Right. We 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 got to the moon but then after that, it just, uh, you know, people lost interest and NASA got defunded and, and sort of the whole promise of space exploration didn't get fulfilled. Right. So then they came up with this other idea. And um, like, what, 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 would have, what would have had to happen for the space race to continue? And, um, and so they came up with this show where it actually starts with the Soviets mm-hmm. beating us to the moon. And by losing the the space race it continues and right, because we want to go bigger and better than exactly <laughs> and the, you know the american spirit will prevail <laughs> some way and um and it creates this like really original um story that you know it's just uh, i i'm 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 amazed what they've created and and now we were I mean, I don't know if I'm supposed season to say this, two but, has been but yeah, yes. so we're that's we're, been, we're actually <laughs> we're gearing up for for shooting the second season, and wow. it's uh, yeah, it's 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 just they've done an incredible job with it, and it's just been such a pleasure shooting it. So I, like I'm, I don't think I've been this excited to show something that I've wow. done to people yet. Yeah. So like every little kid's dream is to be an astronaut, and you get to put on the astronaut suit. 
Yeah. What was that like, putting that on for the first time? Well, it's a lot more fun as an idea than to actually do it. Because I mean, I've worn a couple of uncomfortable suits in my day. And let me tell you, this uh, astronaut suit is a nightmare. It's, it's incredibly uncomfortable. Really? It's, yeah, it's brutal. It got a little better like over the course of the season. We did some tweaks. But in the beginning, I think it was also the suits weren't made for you know, six foot three Swedes, you know, you're actually, I think you weren't, the, Swede, the Swedes weren't in the space race. <laughs> no, no. I think you weren't, uh, you couldn't be more than like five ten actually to be an astronaut. Oh, wow. So that's why everything, <laughs> I'm always on my knees doing stuff there. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's incredibly uncomfortable. And then they have this, like, there's this pipe in the back, um, that, cause you have this backpack on right. and, and then, but, so this backpack is, is, is weighs like 30 pounds because there's a big fan inside there. And, and it's pressing against your back. But then you have this big pipe in the back. We call it the elephant dick. And uh, the elephant dick was, was not fun. I wanted to cut it off. You wanted to cut off <laughs> yeah. the elephant dick. Um, but yeah, so we were, we were sweating. And, those, and sometimes the fans stop working. And, you know, you have your head in this fishbowl. Jeez. And all of a sudden, it goes pretty quick for you to get lightheaded. <laughs> and I remember the guy who uh, plays um, uh, Armstrong, like we were shooting the first day, and he was like sweating and sweating. And, it was like, and he was basically having a panic attack. And I was like, this, come on. He's like, what a wuss. <laughs> and then we realized his fan wasn't on. So he was uh, not getting any air. He was, getting, he was literally getting <laughs> suffocated in there. It was the first day we were wearing these. First day. Uh, yeah. Nice. And uh, I was thinking to myself, oh, you know, Whining. <laughs> did you get did you have to do any like zero gravity work the vomit comet um sorry Done. i love chewing ice um <laughs> no i was uh like i was watching images from that vomit comet that looked incredible um but no we didn't we didn't do that it was very analog the whole uh zero g um mm -hmm. how we how we portrayed that but it works like it, it really works so there's in one point, um, I think it's the first episode, maybe it's the second episode, um, someone's given a pep talk um, at NASA saying, you know, the Russians got there, but yeah. we're going to get there. Yeah. We're going to go to Mars. We're going to go to Saturn. We're going to go beyond. Yeah. And then we're going to answer questions. Is there life? Are we the only ones here? Yeah. So the big question, do you think we're the only ones here? Um. I mean, I definitely thought so, and then I saw Ad Astra, and then, uh, <laughs> and then I was like, maybe, maybe we are alone. Um, no, but I think I, I, th I definitely think that we're we're not alone. Um, it's pretty arrogant for us to think we are alone. Yeah, I don't think so. But you know, but for something to exist at the same time that we're here, you know, that right. I think is a you know small chance to. But I mean, just understanding how, I mean, it's hard to wrap your head around infinity, right? Um, but if it is infinite, then there would be infinite realities. Right. And the series also touch, is touching on some strong issues. Women's rights, women's role in the workplace. You see these um, women working at NASA yeah. being treated like they treated women back in those days. Yeah. Um, but there also there's an immigration storyline. Explain that. Yeah, I think what I love uh, with this show is that there's so many times where... I felt that it would have been so easy to pander to the important questions of today. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people that are trying to tell stories about things that are very relevant today and things that should be very relevant. But 
they do it in a storytelling way where it just feels on the nose. Right. So that's something that I felt really good about. It's like, you know, it, it, they bring these issues up, but they bring them up from the perspective of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this is like late 60s, early right. 70s. And, um, and there is, there is a, a whole aspect of this show that with this alternate timeline that has been created, mm-hmm. it also creates this world where we're where in some ways we're governed by our better angels mm-hmm. so there is this sort of optimism around the show there, there there's there's a lot of like very heavy stuff that happens it's some heavy drama and mm-hmm. tragedy that that goes on in the show but but the world is sort of guided by our better angels in a way mm. and um so progress starts to happen more quickly and both in terms of like women's movements, race relations, and, and but it's described in a way that doesn't feel like on the nose or, or with an right. agenda. But it's just the the trajectory of society moving in that direction just started picking up its right. pace much sooner. Now we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, Joel discusses how director James Gunn is changing the Suicide Squad franchise. Plus, what happened when his friend Rob Pattinson was cast as Batman? And get this, Joel is a huge Succession fan. All that and more after the break. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, let's go. So we're supposed to be sticking to the script. But we ain't. Because <laughs> that's just not what we do. It's your girl Tim Bam, y'all. And it's AJ Hey. And we're giving a whole bunch of good, bad advice. And a lot of bad, great <laughs> advice. <laughs> we're trying to teach you how to say when, how, and how much, y'all. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Now, that doesn't always have to apply to your sex life, ladies. It can absolutely apply to your career. Unless your sex life is your career, then it's interchangeable. <laughs> we're talking about a whole lot of sex. <laughs> I love the sex. Hey, and a bunch of money. We love the money and relationships. Yeah, we're going to work on that. <laughs> so listen to our new show, We Talk Back, every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back with Joe Kinnaman. Okay, we got to talk about Suicide Squad. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. How's it going? The Suicide Squad. How's it going? Uh, it's going really well. Yeah? It's going really well, yeah. It's, New director, uh, James Gunn. Yeah. Um, James Gunn is he's an incredible guy, and he's written a fantastic script. It's mm-hmm. so funny. And um, Is it more like a Guardians of the Galaxy now? It feels like the Suicide Squad. You know, it's just it's just funny. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really funny, and um, and I feel like I'm in the first. Uh, I'm like shooting my first comedy. That's what it feels. Oh, like. that's There's awesome! A lot of really funny people there, and the script is really funny. Um, so to me, it's like a learning experience. I'm just I'm um, really I'm around a lot of incredible funny, funny people, people. <laughs> and um, 
yeah, it's it's um, it's also a project where, like, as an actor, you sort of become a student of leadership in a way mm-hmm. because you're in so many different projects and you can really see how how leadership affects people so mm. differently. And this is, you know, James is just such a, you know, he's a warm, kind person that is mm. also very clear in his vision. Mm. So it just makes for a very harmonious uh, work environment. And um, yeah, it's like people are, people are loose, mm. you know, feel good. And they're not afraid to make mistakes. And um, so people are playing. Were you afraid on the first Suicide Squad? No, no, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying this but in comparison to the first one. Yeah. It's just in general, it's like this is a um, this is a really good experience. Right. Yeah. So you all went to go see the Joker the other night. Yeah. What'd you think? <sighs> I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Did you feel like you were cheating on Jared Leto though? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> You're not getting pig heads and bullets. And everything else he was sending? No. Um, No, I I mean, Joaquin just crushed it. Wow. I mean, what? He is incredible. He is such an actor. It's, um, yeah, it's, um, it's surprising to see that kind of a performance in something that has like a DC rapper around it, you know, because that's, it's a real art film mm-hmm. and um, I have a sister that's schizophrenic and wow. um, you know I've drawn on some of her sort of behavioral things and things that I've done earlier wow. and um, and yeah I was really struck by how accurate his, so yeah uh, you see it in his, a whole different yeah how his performance was outstanding I think he's really one of the best of all time do you think we'll see him in Suicide Squad I mean, that would be incredible. I, I, I doubt it. <laughs> you know, but then there's... I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. We, we have, uh, I have some insight into how he uh, operates. And, uh, be, but, I mean, that would be fun. <laughs> and then, of course, there's a new Batman. Oh, yeah, Will Rob right. Pattinson yeah. be showing up in the yeah. Suicide Squad sequel? Yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I'm so impressed with Rob's journey. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've known him, been friends with him for quite a long time, and... You know, he he came out here and became like super famous, um, <laughs> crazy doing famous. these vampire films, and and you know had any oppor- you know he had all the opportunity to do any kind of you know superhero comic yeah. book anything commercial they would throw it at him, and he just turned down to almost everything, and you know spent seven eight years just doing like obscure films mm-hmm. with. Um, with interesting directors, right. films that very few people saw, but he was going to film school, mm-hmm. and um, and now he's like just lining up beautiful performance after Batman. the next, and now really? he's taking on Batman, <laughs> and I think that's so smart, you know, because now he's ready to do that. Right. Now now he can, now he can do his own thing with that, mm-hmm. and if I think if he tried to do something like that maybe five years ago, then it would have been something that someone else just put on him, right. someone just threw a suit on him, and and. But now he's going to do something. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm, I'm looking forward to what Rob Pattinson right. is going to do with his Batman. You know, he has to be in Suicide Squad. That's how they can introduce yeah. him. Yes, <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Um, and then Catwoman, Zoe Kravitz. They just announced oh, sure. yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So that's another Very series. Cool. Another person who's in your world. Awesome. So do you text Rob when he gets Batman? And be like, welcome to DC. 
Uh, I did text him actually. He didn't hit me back though. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, he's gotten too big. He's gotten too big. He doesn't text me back anymore. Um, obviously, these superhero movies are you know bigger than ever, whether it's Marvel or DC. But then you have someone like Martin Scorsese, who recently has said he's not a fan of them, yeah. and he doesn't believe they're real cinema. What do you have to say to that? Yeah, I mean that's okay. He can, <laughs> he can say that if he wants. You know that's fine. Like Martin Scorsese will always be one of the greatest directors of all time, and he meant more to cinema than the most, so he's entitled to that opinion, you know. And, you know, who, who knows what, what's right. So what's the one movie you could watch over and over again and you never get bored? Um, I mean, Goodfellas has been one of those kind of films <laughs> that I've just, you know, that I see over and over again. I think uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to be one of those that I'm going to see many times. I love that movie. What did you love about it? It was just great to see something that was so personal and mm-hmm. and something that wasn't, that didn't follow, you know, every, you know, formulaic beat. Right. You know, there's so many films that are just pushed to have a certain pace to move forward and not to meander but sometimes the little meander is the personality right. of the film and um, and if you cut that out then everything just becomes you know like something that was out a week ago right. and um, so I thought it was a beautiful film what, and, else, are you and, like, what else are you liking this year? Um, I, I saw Ad Astra mm-hmm. that I also absolutely loved right. I loved it I thought, I think it might be Brad Pitt's best performance. Wow. I thought it was, yeah, so that apocalypse now feel to it, mm. just descending into darkness. And um, that is some, <laughs> that, that is some abandonment issues. <laughs> like when your dad goes to Neptune <laughs> to leave you. Um, what other films this year? Um, well, let's see. Um, I've been obsessing over Succession. Oh, and you're one of those yeah, people. Yeah. Okay. I, it's the first show I've binged in a long time. So which, this, Roy, which Roy are you? Um, <laughs> I don't know, but uh, <laughs> all of them. Cox. I'm like the, 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 that is the... Been the mother like that? That's that, oh, I shouldn't spoil it to people. You get, they, go it. talk. They, yeah. should, they should see it already. Yeah, when... Uh, <laughs> When he just like sits down and he's like so broken down, and he just needs his mother, and he's like, "I need to talk," and, <laughs> and she's like, "How about we talk in the morning over an egg?" <laughs> like, oh, those are his parents. Like, no wonder. Yeah, they're so deliciously uh, horrible, all of them. Yeah, and, uh, and it's been like this sort of slow burn too. Yeah, because all Alan of us- Ruck's character is so good too. <laughs> Buffoon, like, what an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, Alan plays them so well. So you said you binged it. Yeah, I did. I watched uh, all the episodes that are out in two and a half days. Wow. Yeah. That's the best, isn't it? But then it's over, and you're like, but I'm more. Yeah, but it's okay. (laughs) You're part part of that world now. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Joe Kenneman, thank you so much. Thank you. It's a pleasure talking to you. That was Joel Kinnaman, and that's it for this week's episode of The Big Ticket. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Coming up next week, my sit-down with Robert Pattinson. 
Find out what he's saying about the Oscar buzz surrounding his work in the new indie, The Lighthouse. Thanks so much for listening to The Big Ticket. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. See you next week. And don't forget, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Malkin.